1: Duffy's tavern. What are you, late? Meet D. Archie, the manager speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Duffy, you're a sound for sore ears. You know something, Duffy? As stupid and obnoxious and thick-headed and ugly as you are, I missed you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not just saying it to, just to get a raise. <laughs> no, I can see that you're the same tight-fisted Duffy, though. You just take the pot with a buck, don't you? Which reminds me, uh... Rudy Valley is coming down tonight. Yeah, Rudy Valley. Uh, You know this guy, Duffy. Uh,
2: My time is (laughs) yours.
1: What am I doing? (laughs) I'm holding me nose. You are too, huh? (laughs) Uh, Now, uh, listen, Duffy. I got an idea that might double our business here. Maybe even uh, treble it or quibble it. Well, Here's the idea, you see. Valley is back on the radio, and I'm going to try to get him to put on his broadcast from the joint here every week. Huh? Well, uh, maybe you think so. Maybe I think so, but after all, what's our opinion against a million stupid dames? <laughs> uh, well, leave me handle it, Duffy. I'll call you back later. Well,
2: Eddie. Oh, well? Mr. Archer. Here we are.
1: Here we are. You and me. You and me. Back at Duffy. Back at
2: Duffy.
1: Great feeling, ain't it? Stop the train. I'm getting off. (laughs) Now that ain't nice, Eddie. Uh, Duffy's tavern is like our home, you know? We should cherish it and love it. And Duffy, too, you know? A guy who picked us up out of the gutter and brought us here, don't forget. Miss Archer, from the gutter to Duffy's tavern is not up... Eddie, what are you kicking about? What's your salary now? Same as last year, nothing. But what do your tips come to? A little less than the salary. Uh, how can your tips come to less than nothing? Very simple. Several of our customers are thick
2: <laughs>
1: Well, listen, Eddie, our worries is going to be over. You know, Duffy's Tavern is about to undergo a uh, transform A uh, what? A
2: transform... Uh,
1: you know what it means? No. Then what's the use of me repeating it? (laughs) But believe me, big things is going to happen. One, Rudy Valley is coming down here. Two, I'm going to get him to broadcast from here. Three, Duffy's will become world famous.
3: Four, five, six.
1: Four, five, six. What's that? That's the number of your room in the asylum. (laughs) Eddie, are you inferring me as a dope? I didn't say you was a dope. You deny it? No. That's better. Oh, there's a lot dopier guys than me in this world. Oh, uh, Well, Finnegan, uh, to amigos. Oh, to amigos make you, what? Not at all. Well, Finnegan, uh, you're looking in the pink. Oh, I guess that's because I never tan. Uh, well, probably you got one of them fair skins, you know. Too much pigment and not enough female gobble. Here. What did you do at the beach? Oh, so I was a professional baseball player. Uh, where did you play? In the little boat on the boardwalk. I used to stick my head through a hole in a kite, and the fellas would pitch to me.
2: <laughs>
1: professional? But did any of the fellas, by chance, ever hit you in the head with the ball? Oh, sure, I uh, did. We had some slow
2: pitches.
1: Didn't it bother you when you got hit in the head? I didn't notice it so much. You didn't notice it, huh? No. On account of the other side, they were throwing
2: darts. (laughs) Well, it
1: sounds like you was kept quite busy. Uh, By the way, uh, Finnegan, did you see any cute bathing suits at the beach? Oh, yeah. A couple of cute, darts,
2: But they ain't what they used to be. No, huh? No. Have you seen them bathing suits this year? What's wrong
1: with them? They
2: got them so small there
1: ain't nothing to look at no more. Oh, Finnegan, you're a caution. Now, look, Eddie, uh, leave us get busy on the joint here. Look, look how that furniture looks. What's that chewing gum doing on that chair? Holding it together. (laughs) Did you clean out the telephone booth? I can't. A family of mice had moved in and set up (laughs) housekeeping. We'll clear them out. Can't do that neither. Why
2: not?
1: <laughs> Eddie, maybe you better think up a funny ad for the situation one we'll of tell him, huh? Will really? you? Now, come on. Uh, Rudy will be here any minute now. Hey,
2: and... how you are it's
1: Rudy? Yeah, Finnegan, Rudy Valley. Do you know him?
0: No, but I know his cousin, Sam Fernando Valley.
2: That's <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> okay, good joke, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Eddie,
1: what's the matter, Rod? You ain't laughing. And that's the way it's going to be. <laughs>
2: Maybe you don't get the joke, Archie.
1: Rudy Valley and Sam Fernando Valley ain't related. They're
2: two different guys. Jesus,
1: God! Have done with this baboonery. Oh, everybody! Oh, Miss Duffy, how are you? How do you feel after your vacation?
3: As Single as ever.
1: Couldn't get a guy, huh?
3: Oh no! I could have had dozens of fellas just by lifting a finger.
1: Well, where you make your mistake is the finger you lifted—that third one on your left hand. Yes, you know, you're like all dames, Miss Duffy. You're too anxious.
3: Men are just as anxious as women.
1: Oh, yeah? Did you ever see a guy with a hope chest?
3: Oh, I still say men are just as anxious as women. Don't forget that at every wedding, one of the parties concerned is a man.
1: Yep. And at every murder, one of the parties concerned is a corpse. (laughs) But that don't mean the guy was anxious.
2: Oh, you!
3: Sometimes I wish there was something else the girl could marry.
1: <laughs> so do us men.
2: <laughs> now, don't
1: bother me. will your Rudy Valley is coming, Rudy? down Rudy Valley himself? Same thing, ain't you? Huh? Well, I
3: think It's my patriotic duty to be nice to a member of the Coast Guard.
1: He's out of the Coast Guard. He's a civilian.
3: What about the home front? <laughs>
1: uh, no, Valley ain't here yet. Uh well everybody else is here, Moriarty, Callahan, second story Jackson. Uh yeah, Jackson's here with the uh, widow Murphy. Uh Jackson's wife? Oh, she divorced him. Yeah, mental cruelty. Yeah, kept hitting her in the head. <laughs> I can't wait for Rudy to get here, though. You know, this broadcast. My time is...
2: is your time, your time. Is...
1: I'll call you back, Duffy. <clears throat> well, Rudy, let me uh, bid you a fond high hold to Duffy's Tavern, the Valhalla of the Gourmet. And uh, leave me say that seldom has such a dubious personality distinction our uh, Welcome, vagabond lover. Thank you, vagabond. Uh, welcome. <clears throat> you know, I knew it was you without even looking at you. Them golden tones could have come out of only one nose. <laughs> ah, you're the same old Rudy. How do you mean? The way you come in singing, you know, unstinting with your talent. Singing for all mankind, whether they want to hear you or not.
0: A dubious compliment. And from me, Hart.
1: By the way, Rudy, uh, you've never been to old Duffy before, have you?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Uh, How come?
0: Oh, I guess I've just been lucky. (laughs) I guess so. Uh, How do you like the joint? Mm, It looks like... Well, when I went to Yale, this is what we always said we'd do to Harvard.
2: Second,
1: uh, Mr. Valley, I uh, brooked that as a slap and a kisser at me alma mater. You a Harvard man? What do I look like?
0: A Harvard man?
1: Naturally. Of course, I lost most of my Harvard accent. Although well, well, occasionally it falls through. I uh, I find myself saying I'm going to take a ball <clears throat> instead of a bed. You know. But it don't happen
0: very often. Obviously. <laughs> uh, why did you leave Harvard? Uh, girls' trouble. There are no girls in Harvard. That was the trouble.
2: <laughs>
0: well,
1: anyways... Oh, the...
2: yeah. Rudy
3: Valley. Rudy Valley. Yes. Rudy, Rudy Valley. That's right. Rudy Valley. Well, in the
0: flesh... I wouldn't go anywhere without it.
1: <laughs> uh, Rudy, leave me present you with Miss Duffy. Miss Daughter, uh, Miss
0: Duffy is the uh, daughter of this establishment. I can see the resemblance. Oh,
3: Mr. Valley, I admired you for years. Still the sign dear old name. Uh, your... very nice,
0: Miss Duffy, very nice. Of course, I didn't think you were old enough to remember the main sign from. Well, you didn't? This
1: dame remembers the Maine. <laughs>
3: I think Mr. Valley and I would like to be alone. Am I right, Mr. Valley?
0: Well, I know I'd like to be alone.
3: You know, Mr. Valley, I've always thought that you were the greatest singer on the year, in the universe. And I've always... Miss
1: Duffy, please. Foxy, let the girl speak.
3: Oh, Mr. Valley, Rudy, would you sing something for us now?
1: Miss Duffy, please, who is running this joint?
3: But don't you want him to sing?
1: That is neither neither here nor there. The point is that I do the asking.
3: Well, then you ask him.
1: Now I got no choice. <laughs> Rudy, uh, would you oblige us with a number?
0: Well, but you insist. Oh,
1: but I do. I'll announce you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Mr. Rudy Fowley has kindly consented to sing a song for us, and uh, under them circumstances, I think it's no more than fair that we should listen, huh? Uh, proceed ahead, i
0: Time waits for no
2: one.
0: It passes you by. It rolls on forever. Like the clouds in the sky waits for no one it goes on endlessly it's just like a river flowing out to the sea you'll find that love is like this each precious moment we miss will never ever return forget don't let us throw one sweet moment away. Time waits for no one. Let's take love while we may. You'll find that love is like this. Each precious moment we'll miss will never, ever return again, oh, don't let us throw one sweet moment away, time waits for no Was
3: great. Great? Why, it was magnificent, stupendous, glorious.
0: No, no, Miss Duffy. I have to agree with Archie this time. I think it is no more than great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Look at how modest he is. Such a verse. Ah, Rudy, let all those other girls have their synopsis and their croreses and their hameses and their comoses, but you and I, Mr. Valley, we have each other.
0: Miss Duffy, I would like to say something to you that I've never said to any other woman.
3: What is it, Rudy? Graham, will you? <laughs> oh, how masterful. Well, I'll see you later, Rudy.
0: Uh, Mr. Ballester, uh, that was very pretty. Very pretty. Thank you. And it's hard to please me because I'm tone deep.
2: <laughs> oh, uh,
0: Rudy, this is Clifton Finnegan. How do you do, Mr. Finnegan? Uh, Mitch, just call me Clifton. I ain't married. <laughs> You're not married? No. <laughs>
2: Who's
0: the lucky girl?
2: <laughs> well, I ain't got no girl, but I bet I could have one if I looked like you. Uh, boy, them coils. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey,
2: hey, is that a permanent...
0: Finnegan, what a question. It's all right, Archie. This is not a permanent. See what a stupid question it was? You think he'd admit it?
1: (laughs) Now, uh, please excuse us, Clifton. We've got to talk some business. Uh, First, Rudy, uh, leave me facilitate you in being back on the air again.
0: Thank you, Archie. Did you by any chance hear our first show? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you can't please everybody. (laughs)
1: No, Rudy, but you could please somebody. <laughs> now, look, I got a hunch what's wrong, you see, it's them radio studios. Now, when you first got hot on the air, where did you broadcast from? A nightclub. Precisely. A nightclub where there's gaiety and laughter and joy is unrefined. Now, for instance,
2: <laughs>
1: if you put on your broadcast from this
0: place... Just a second. Are you suggesting that I put on my broadcast from your little bistro... No, it's too small. I'll have a of broadcasting
1: from my kitchen. <laughs> uh, and it'll be nice for you, Rudy. Once again, you'll be back in familiar surroundings. Once again, you'll be that old valley. That mere lisp of a lad who one day picked up a megaphone and blasted his way into America's heart. Think it over, Rudy. Yeah, Rudy's here, and I think I'm going to get an appointment on his broadcast from here. Huh? So what? These crumbs around here will probably think it's great.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Hmm. Yeah, okay.
0: Duffy uh, wants to hear me sing again? Parish forbid.
1: <laughs> no, uh, he would just like to know what else you do on this program. You know, he probably just wants to check you for moral tendencies. Uh... <laughs> What else
0: would you do? Well, I tell jokes in the program. Jokes? Huh? Yes, it's a humorous program. Lots of gay badinage. Yeah, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Artie, have you heard the joke about the roof? No. That's just as well. It's over your head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that badinage? Yes. Yeah. You tell jokes like that around Duffy and your head will be wrapped in a badinage. <laughs> Now, look, uh, tell a different joke this time and uh, leave us not sick in the guy,
0: huh? All right, but you'll have to help me on this one. Just ask me how I feel. Okay. Rudy, how do you feel? Not so good. You see, I took a bite out of my pillow last night and I've been feeling down in the mouth ever since.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello, Duffy. Duffy. Draw him to what out of here. About <laughs> to give the guy a chance, will
2: you?
1: Well, Rudy, so far so good.
2: <laughs>
1: Look, Rudy, I remember you used to interview celebrities on your program. Interesting guys, you know, and we got plenty of them around here. We could do that.
0: Who, for instance?
1: Well, take Harrigan over there. Where? That quiet guy, yeah, uh, playing under the table. <laughs> Now, that guy looks very ordinary, but do you know that he's got ten toes? So what? Everyone has ten toes. Split seven and three? (laughs) And take that dynamite Donigan over there. That could be a very heartbreaking interview, Rudy. The guy has been carrying a torch for 15 years. For the same girl? No, for the same sake. Uh, One of the most interesting obsessions you have ever come across And uh, take me, you know, I could be a very good interviewer myself Why? Well, I'm jovial and jolly Well, why don't we try it, you know, like you used to do on the radio Come on, I'm, I'm adding some music, huh?
0: Good evening, Archie Good evening, Mr. Valley. And how are you tonight, Archie?
1: Fine, Mr. Valley. And how's yourself? Oh, pretty good. What's new? Oh, nothing much.
0: Boy, we're hot tonight. (laughs) Well, Archie, so you are the brilliant manager of Duffy's Tavern. Well, Mr. Valley,
1: uh, yes, indeedy.
0: (laughs) Although uh, brilliant is a pretty extravagant word. (laughs) Well, what word would you use? uh, Well, I guess brilliant covers it. (laughs) And as I understand it, you really are the brains of Duffy's, are you not? On the contrary, sir, I am. Uh,
1: (laughs) You see, uh, after all, uh, well, sir, uh, every keystone has to have an arch.
0: Or an archie. Just having my little
1: joke. (laughs) That's about as little a joke as I ever heard.
0: (laughs) I uh, hope you'll pardon me biting wit, (laughs) Your bit isn't biting, it's teething.
2: <laughs>
0: well, Archie, do you find your work interesting?
2: Well,
1: sir, yes, sir. Uh, you see, a place like Duffy's is like a grand hotel. People come, people go. They have their little Bibles and their big plates, you know? They come in, eat here, and pass on.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, sir, that's how it goes. Then, by and large, one could say that you were a happy man. Well, sir, by and large, one could, yes, sir. Uh, Of course, I don't get
1: paid much money, but I make it up in other (laughs) ways. Duffy, I did not admit robbing the register. (laughs) Did you ever see me rob the register? Your wife seen me? It's a lie. She was never here when I did it. (laughs) Okay, I accept your apology. Uh, well, What did you think of the interview? Well, Duffy, uh, leave us give the guy one more chance You know, he must have some talent <laughs> Gotta have something uh, <clears throat> Wait a minute, uh, Rudy, oh, what else could you plan to do on this radio show?
0: I was contemplating playing the saxophone
1: Duffy, I'll call you back <laughs> Rudy, did you say saxophone? Yes well, we're in this deep. We might as well go ahead. Uh, why did I ever get in this radio business anyhow? This is oh. Why didn't you just contemplate it? Why did you have to play it? This ain't no instrument. It's a secret weapon. Once again that sax rears its ugly head.
2: Eddie
1: Eddie, listen to them horrible chells, <laughs>
2: wasn't long in my hands as big as my ears?
1: Oh, this is horrible. There was no Rudy, there was no reason for this
2: without a fog. <laughs>
1: No argument. For the first time in my life, I agree with you. All right. Okay. Uh, Rudy, in the future, as far as Duffy Tavern is concerned, uh, your time is your time. <laughs> no hard feelings, of course, Rudy. You know, we
2: don't
1: think you're as good as you ever was. Uh... <clears throat> And I'll be glad to drop around and see you sometime. How about tomorrow night, Saturday? Okay, tomorrow night, Saturday. Uh, from the radio studio, of course. Duffy, Calvin, what you late? mate Pete. Archie, the is speaking. Oh, yeah, Duffy, that's right. Next week, Gene Tanny. And, uh, be sure to listen to me tomorrow night with Rudy Bowie. Huh? Two wrongs don't make a right. (laughs) Hey, Hey, that's a pretty good insult, Duffy. I'll have to remember it. Okay, I'll call you back.